Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're with comic Chris Scopo. Chris Gopo, how the hell are you? I'm good, buddy. Thanks oh, good. for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming nice. in. Yeah, during the coronavirus, man, we did the fist bump this morning. Oh, I know. It's crazy out there. I know. Last <laughs> my mom was sick last week. She's like, come visit me. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, no, if you're going down, you're going down in your own bitch. Get out of here. That's okay. She could be dying of the coronavirus, but yeah, you'd be stupid to go. No, I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to your house. I, I was like, take some medicine. If you get better, I'll show up. You're like, I've seen you. Let's quarantine, yeah. Let's quarantine you in the meantime. Well, this is not the Titanic. We're not all going down together. <laughs> <laughs> You're going on your own. So real quick, uh, where can people see you do stand-up comedy on stage in New York City, and where can they find you online? You go New York Comedy Club is my home club. I'm here. Okay. I'm there a lot. Uh, I'm actually at yeah, QED. What nights, what nights are you um, typically at New York Comedy You know, it's club. never like, they never get set night. Like, okay. I'm there tonight. Um, okay. I'm usually there at least once a weekend, and probably once twice during the week. Okay. Is when I'm there mostly. Both of you, there's two New York Comedy Clubs. I'm at QED a lot, too. I'm probably at QED about a month. Okay. Well, once a month. Okay, I'm so here. when's your upcoming QED show? I think the next one I have is the end of March. Okay. Oh, no, beginning of April. Beginning, of, is that beginning a sh- of April. Is that a show you organize or kind of a show you're jumping uh, on? Just a show. I'm just, I think it's Bob Hanson. Oh, cool. I'm on his show. Cool, Bob, B-O-B. I just yeah. see that on the on the art. Uh, but real quick, I've been looking at your Twitter feed, and it looks like you have a sports Twitter feed, but also a therapy one, which is totally interesting. And so well, I need the therapy for my Mets. <laughs> that's what I really need. Do it. Yeah, I mean, I think your Mets beat my Cubs back in the day, and so uh, I'm 2015. Pro- you're, you're, yeah. You won a championship. You yeah. should be happy. Yeah, I was like, we're gonna do we're gonna do it again. And no, the Mets had their time, so that's good. I've never seen a Mets championship. I was born six months after the '86 series, <laughs> so I've never. People are like, "Oh, they've won it." I go, "I've never seen them win." I'm ne- I have no idea what winning feels like for this team. And I guess like some like one thing I'm interested in. You also had some NBA tweets, and I was interested in what your take on. I think they just fired Kenny Atkinson from the Brooklyn. I just Nets. saw that. Yeah, yeah. that's so, a little. I don't. I haven't didn't read anything about it yet, but yeah. that's a little shocking. Because he's a good coach. I actually was. My first thought was, "Ooh, hope the Knicks get him." Yeah, oh <laughs> wow, that would be an improvement because I think some of the they said some of the players had problems with him, and I and the other ones were in his corner. So I tend. Oh, to I can think tell you who had a problem with Durant him. and Irving. Yeah. Okay. I can guarantee you. Okay. He, was, he was great last year. What happened this year? He just, yeah. The team just fell apart. No, he's definitely those two guys. I'm talking Irving. And do we think Irving is the basketball equivalent of a bitch? Is Kyrie no. Irving a, a little whiny bitch? He's. You know what he is? He's a millennial. Okay. He's just a millennial. He's a millennial who's really talented at basketball. Yeah. He like he's not a bitch because he'll probably knock you out. <laughs> Like if yeah. uh, anyone's probably knock you out. He's yeah. also six four. Yeah, that and, and because yeah because he's local now. I will say is you know is his basketball playing a bitch equivalent? Like I would never say the dude's a bitch because no because you know, he's local really, and he's big. Yeah, a bitch equivalent. I kind of think a guy who thinks he's great but he's not. Yeah. He is really really good when he's healthy. But and he on is offense a, and on offense. Like his defense is a little bit. Uh, his defense has been everyone's trash on defense in the NBA. Luka Doncic does the Matador. <laughs> I have never and, seen that guy play defense. And, and Trey Young, but they're still all stars, right? Yeah, Trey Trey Young is. I think he's skinnier than me. There's no way that guy can be able to play defense. But they, but he can hoist it from half court and make it in. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Defense doesn't matter in the NBA anymore. Yeah, that, I mean, that's imp- kind of like comedy. You don't have to be funny. You just have you just have to be good at Instagram. It's, is is that the way? Like. What's your opinion on Instagram comics and what are they? And, and do you, do you a, not need to be funny on stage? Like Instagram will help you draw, I suppose. But Instagram, will help, Instagram will help you wait. Like I, I even said to my friend yesterday, I was talking to her, uh, who I think it was my friend Rosebud Baker. Oh, nice, uh, yeah. I was just like, I kind of wish I was just better at Instagram and worse at comedy. <laughs> 
<laughs> you would take the trade off. I was, yeah, I was like, I, I'd rather actually be way better at Instagram. So I, I can't say I hate Instagram half the time. So how do the people good at it get good at it? They're just having it's, a sweet, it's sweet a provocative thing. clips it's, or something. They know what they're doing. They know okay. how to target their audi- the audience. Okay. And they know when to when to post, what time to post, and it, it's all like analytics. Okay. It's all nerds. Yeah, I'm, I, there's one one comic I hope to have on whose whose Instagram engagement is insane, and I don't know if he's funny on stage because I've never seen him on stage. But yeah, one of the things I'm going to ask him is, you know, how the fuck? How, yeah, how it's the actually, fuck? It's, Do it's a tutorial a, for the rest of us. It's a skill to be okay. good at if you to be good at it online stuff. It really, I really like. I hate it because like like I could see people they just sell out audiences and uh, theaters and, and they're wow. making a lot of money, but it's they're not funny. But like they're good at it though. <laughs> And They're this good. guy could totally be funny. I just have to fire up the clips. I have yet to do so. And so, tell me all fair, and I'll let you know. Do, I, I, I think I think at the very minimum they need to be slightly funny, but that doesn't mean that they should be doing so much better in engagement than other people equally funny, like Chris Copa. Uh, yeah, but it's also like, uh, it's just like I'd rather instead of like editing an hour clip, I'd rather go watch the Mets play. It's also on me too. I know it's it's kind of like it's it's also on me. I'd rather I'd rather call my dad and yell about why Degrom's not starting today. Something like that. And I, I think and one of the things I saw on your Twitter feed was also therapy, and that brings to mind we had Mike Calcagno on here or Calcagno, and he directed a short film with Jim Brewer, who was going to therapy because of the Mets. And so does any yeah, any, any yeah that. any of those things kind of make their way into your like into your therapy oh session. i have a, i have a whole new bit about how my th- i want to i want to date my therapist yeah she's really cute dude that my buddy has gone through the same fucking thing do they know they must know no i don't and it was actually we she just stopped being my therapist because she got a new job <laughs> nice she score you're yeah in. but she's in like, bro but my, my roommates <laughs> were like my roommates were like dude you gotta ask her out i'm like i go this girl see me cry i'm not asking her out <laughs> guy, like, and I'm, now you never have to cry again i, I but i'm like this she'd be like i in my head i'm like she's gotta be like this guy is such a bitch honestly <laughs> just get over her Kyrie you know? irving's not the bitch chris scope no i bitch. yeah he really I, <laughs> yeah i guarantee you yeah and what kind of things are like you know the things that are making their way into your therapy are they also making their way on stage because i suppose it's probably easier these well, days to talk about therapy than it is sports well yes therapy well, bobby kelly told me this he's like he goes you'll get better you get funnier by going to therapy by uh, by getting your emotion because like i'm from queens we're not allowed to talk about emotions in queens so you, you just shut it down and then whatever it's whatever the whatever you want whenever you want to yell or argue you go outside and you fucking yell at the yell at the air that's what we're taught in queens you're not, you're not taught to show your emotions and so before and, therapy we're just doing that on stage and it's not as funny if you can't attack it from the therapy yeah but therapy therapist kind of it kind of brings you and goes oh i am a psycho i am this way i am that way how can i now how can i make this funny right. how can i go in and take that the part that i'm most vulnerable about and make that funny, which I do at times. Good, and I think the Robert Kelly's recent one, I thought he was on Dege- Degenerates, is really, really good, and maybe it's because he's starting to, it's starting to be able to attack it from the therapeutic angle as well. Well, he's been in therapy for years. That, okay. guy's, that guy's a lifer. Oh, good. Well, I'm, <laughs> and, and so do you think, I mean, have you become more comfortable recently talking about therapy on stage, or were you always comfortable opening up? Is it just after the Bobby mm-hmm. Kelly talk? Yeah, I would okay. say, I mean, this, this talk has been going back about four or five years. Okay. And he, because I was a Waldorf kid, I didn't want anyone to know about me. But he kind of taught me it's okay to open up. It's okay to let your emotions. You got to be vulnerable to be comic. You got to yeah. like say your sh- what's on your mind. You got to. You can't. You can't be fake. Put it that way. That's the thing is, if the audience will know when you're fake. 
So when you if you go and therapy was just like get it out. Like I'm not I'm this person. Right. You think I'm this person, but I'm totally this person. Okay. You and know, then the audience can can relate to you, but also will come off genuine. Yeah, because half it, the audience is probably in therapy anyway. <laughs> I say that. I go, yeah. I go, I go, I go, anyone, I go, anyone in therapy? And literally, there's, there's half the audience is, <laughs> is does clap it up. And, and the then, other half, I go, you know, I go, you're the weird people, okay? And I go, millennial, that's what we do. We, go, we do therapy, and we talk about our emotions. We can't change a tire, but we'll talk about therapy. So are you a millennial, and what's your take on that? I am a millennial. I think, yeah, I think millennial, I think you were born after 80. Okay. I think that's the millennial. So you're one of the elder millennial like Eliza. I'm, 80, I'm 87. Okay. I'm not that old. I'm not that uh, Please. Okay. But, um, no, I think millennials get a bad rap. We, we get it everywhere. It's terrible. Because, like, I, I, uh, we, we're more, we can't do shit. We can't change a child. I can't, I, if she asks me to change a child, I'm like, do you have Wi-Fi? Because I have to YouTube it. <laughs> I have to YouTube it. That's I have to get my subscription tri- AAA or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have to call. I, you know the problem is? I had probably have to call my dad and be like, Dad, how do I call AAA? And that's how bad it is. <laughs> but, like, but like, um, older generations, they're, nev- they're, 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 they're better off at, like, life stuff. Okay. But they ca- they're not emotional at all. Oh. They can't talk. My, my, my family, my dad just got into therapy a few years ago when we, we almost fist fought each other <gasps> over, like, an argument. That he was like, I gotta, I gotta go to therapy. I gotta talk to him. And he's actually going to therapy. He goes to yoga now. And he's like, he's like grown. He's like, he's not as angry as he used to be. Did you ever think that your dad would go to yoga? I mean, you probably didn't even know what yoga no, was back in the day. No, I had no. He always worked out, but I never thought I, he does conduct con, 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 kungali yoga or something like that, which is okay. meditation yoga. Oh gosh! And like he goes and he goes, I chant. We go, we chant in the room <gasps> for like an hour, and I'm like, I don't even do that stuff, and That's I go to awesome. yoga. Awesome. So did it change your view of your father, and is any of that making its way into Chris Scopo's act? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My he's definitely more open. Okay. More, it's easier to talk to him. Okay. We don't argue as much anymore. Like, You're like we, where were you back in the day? Oh yeah. When I was 15, I we we could say five words to each other without <sighs> almost arguing with each other. We were the same person. But so you wouldn't be the same comedian you are today no like no. if you had a well-adjusted dad who was chanting in yoga you might have just been a fucking puss you might have been like a Kyrie Irving I mean I'm still I'm a puss but I would have been more of a puss probably <laughs> I don't even know if I would have gotten to comedy I mean, you know what's so funny like my, my all my fr- I have friends who have come from broken families yeah. and they're like that's why I got into comedy my family's broken but my family's my parents are still together I'm like yeah when they're still together they can still fuck you up <laughs> They can still mess you up. They can still put some damage in there where you got to go on stage every night. Well, it sounds like you have the best of both worlds, though. I mean, they fucked you up enough to be a stand-up comic, but now they can be well-adjusted and you can kind of you know, re- repair the relationship and also tell those jokes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I still have jokes about how they're still married at like 40, 42 years or something like that. I'm like, they're losers. I was like, get divorced. <laughs> Do something. Make it interesting. And you can find all this hilarity. Uh, is it Chris Scopo across all social platforms? Yeah. Okay. Very and then, easy. And then you can find you at New York Comedy Club normally, but also at QED coming up. Mm-hmm. I'll cool. be here. Maybe at the Bob Hansen Show. At the Bob Hansen Show. I think it's Saturday, April 7th or something like that? We're here at QED. Man, he's waiting for you. He's just getting ready for his set. Yeah. Okay. Chris Scopo, thank you so much. Thank you.